0: It's time for a wellness, it's a wellness Revolution, brought to you by Hoetze Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hoetze.
1: Thank you for joining us today at Dr. Hoetze's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacy Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hoetze, founder of the Hoetze Health and Wellness Center. We've got such a great success story today for those of you who've been suffering from allergies or... If uh, you know of anybody who's been suffering from allergies, and you're going to really relate to Natalie Daniel, who had been suffering from all kinds of allergy problems from when she was a little child and how she got her life back. So tune in and enjoy. Thank you,
0: Stacey, and thank each one of you for joining us today on Dr. Hoetze's Wellness Revolution. I have a great guest today with us. Natalie Daniel, who has a really remarkable story. She's been a guest of ours since April of last year, so it's been about a year she's been on the program. And she's really got a remarkable story because her, her uh, health issues were not only hormonal in nature but also allergic in nature. And you may not realize this, but the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center Originally started as an allergy practice back in 1989, and it wasn't until '92 when we adopted the use of thyroid hormones, and then '96 when we began to use natural female and male hormone replenishment, as well as supporting of the adrenal gland. So, it's uh, it's always interesting to have our guests come in who have some have had some severe allergy problems, because that's what I cut my teeth on, and I love to treat allergy patients. But I know this is that if you get a healthy immune system, that makes it much easier to control allergic problems. As a matter of fact, allergies will depress the immune system. So, Natalie, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Glad you could be had, young lady. (laughs) I sure am. Glad to have you here. Well, Natalie, Tell us about your story. What was going on and what made you decide what kind of symptoms were you having in your life? You had had allergy problems. I think you told Mm -hmm. me you had asthma as well. That's right. So tell us about that. When did your allergy problems develop and how were they treated over the years?
1: Of course, I'm happy to tell you. So I have had um, breathing issues since I was an infant. And they kept saying I had walking pneumonia. And the doctors did not diagnose me with asthma until I was six years old when I had my first severe asthma attack in a brand new house we had just moved into. Mm. Um, I came back from the emergency room with probably six or seven medications as a six-year-old. That was a lot to learn Mm. how to (laughs) swallow pills and take inhalers and all of those things. And through the years, it slowly progressed. As a teenager, when I was 17, I actually stopped breathing. And I had to be intubated, and that was pretty scary. Oh, my Um, goodness. It was pretty, pretty scary. And then um, into my 20s, it kind of leveled out, and then I started having children. Mm -hmm. And that's when it started to go back to um, having more and more issues with my allergies and breathing. Like, even a year after I had my first child, I had an anaphylactic reaction to muscles. Mm -hmm. And then seven years later, an anaphylactic reaction to fish so
0: mm-hmm. you've got significant allergy disorders. And an allergy, remember, folks, is an abnormal reaction by your, cyst, by your body's immune system to normal occurring substances in the environment. Things you breathe in the air like weed, tree, grass pollens, dust mites, mold spores, animal landers. Also Foods you have a fixed food allergy to the to the shellfish obviously and to other fishes Mm -hmm. but uh, common foods can cause problems wheat corn egg milk yeast soybean are just among the uh, a few of the foods any food can cause a problem but those foods are in all the processed foods so people with allergic disorders tend to develop some concomitant or combined food allergies which exacerbate the underlying allergic disorder and it wears out the immune system, and the immune system in a person who has a genetic predisposition towards allergies will start making antibodies, and they will end up rupturing their mast cells, which line the nasopharynx and your throat and your gut, and the mast cells will rupture and spill histamine into the system, and the histamine causes the broncho. Constriction and the nasal congestion and the si- and then you get secondary sinus infections because you get this drainage of fluid. It's a culture media for bacteria, and then you get, then you get on antibiotics for the mm-hmm. infections. And I bet you've been on a pot full of antibiotics in your life. Of course. So and that disrupts the normal bacteria flora in the gut. So you kill off the good bacteria. And you get overgrowth, and then that leads to yeast problems. I don't know if you had any female yeast infections or not. Did you ever?
1: Um, when I was in middle school, I was on a lot of antibiotics, and, yes, that was a concern. And
0: mm-hmm. so you can clean that up, but you but you get yeast in the colon, and that causes a leaky gut syndrome, and then you just got of host the health problems. So, so uh, that's how you found yourself. You've been struggling for years and years and years, really, and you've had three children?
1: Three. That's okay.
0: right. So... Let's just start from the top. Energy level. When you came in, what was your energy level on a scale of zero to 10? 10 being brimming with energy, best you ever felt. Zero, no energy.
1: Okay, call me crazy of a mom of three, but I would say it was like a seven or an eight.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it was then. After you got up on the program, what do you think it was?
1: I would say a nine for sure. Well, in just got, a few yeah, weeks. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So, did you have any problem, did you have problems with weight, difficulty with weight at all?
1: yes okay
0: how about did you have any problem with cold sensitivities
1: sometimes yes it was okay.
0: how about mental sharpness mental focus
1: oh that was terrible i i was i honestly at one point thought i had add
0: and what about uh, moods mm, okay
1: so that <laughs> i think it can be argued that i was moody i think it's safe to say that that's a problem. Some people thought some people thought you might be moody, huh? Yes, that's but right. But you thought it
0: was justified, right? That's right. <laughs> How about bowel function?
1: Um maybe once a week.
0: We call that constipation, <laughs> ma'am. And guess what? That's a classical feature of hypothyroidism. All these are classical features of hypothyroidism, low thyroid within the cells. Tell me about your joint muscle aches and pains. I
1: do have them. They tend to be in my shoulder, my hip. Those tend to be the ones where if I'm going to have pain, it's going to reoccur in the same area.
0: Now, did you have any problem with hair loss, hair falling out?
1: To be honest, that part I couldn't tell because it might have so much hair that when I would brush it, tons would come out. But it wasn't thinning in the front. Okay. So I figured but that was But you had problem. hair,
0: but when you brush your hair, it was falling out, right? That's right. <laughs> okay. So you came in, and, you, and so you had, obviously you had a problem with what appears to have been and what was. Low thyroid situation, that's where a person doesn't get enough thyroid hormones into their cells. you got mm-hmm. literally tens of trillions of cells in your body. Every cell has a power plant in it. That power plant has to produce electrical energy. It's called the mitochondria. Mm-hmm. And the mitochondria has to be activated. And what activates it is a spark plug, which is the thyroid hormone. Think of I like to think of the thyroid hormone as the spark plug of the cell. If you don't have enough spark plugs in your cell, then you're going to run like a 8 cylinder car with only five or six spark plugs you'll run, but you're going to run kind of rough and slow. You're not going to be at maximum and optimal uh, function. So the thyroid hormone can adversely affect uh, your body's ability to properly function on an organic level in the immune system. All of those things tend to, do poorly when you don't make enough energy. Besides that, your immune system was already loaded down with allergies, so that depresses the immune system, and you were getting recurrent and chronic infections, which is a classical feature of people that have a poor immune system, right? right? If you're healthy, you don't get sick. You don't get infections. So if you're getting recurrent infections, any of you listening to this once, twice a year, or every other year you're getting infections, that's a sign that your immune system's not healthy. Instead of taking antibiotics, which you may take, to get rid of the initial infection, if you're taking antibiotics over and over, ask your doctor, how can I build up my immune system? He's going to look at you like you're crazy, about like Dr. <laughs> Fauci. Never talk about it. I don't know how you build up the immune system. I just take the antibiotics. If you're taking antibiotics over and over again, you got a lousy immune system. Get it healthy, and there are ways to get it healthy, and we do that here at the Chi Health and Wellness Center, and we did that with you. That's right. So you had problems with, okay, tell us about your, any female menstrual problems.
1: Absolutely. Ever since my first child, after each pregnancy, my OBGYN, who I adore and adored, like she would just say, Oh, that's normal. You're going to have a heavier cycle after every single child. And by my third child, he was 10 pounds, five ounces, by the way. He was wow. pretty humongous. He's as big as owls. <laughs> and he's like I a string bean now. But then the, the, the bleeding was just so much, like, I thought, it, I, I was like, something can't be right. Like, this right. isn't normal. This can't, can't go on like this.
0: And so what did they recommend? Putting in a
1: that's right birth control? That's right, IUD. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And that still didn't regulate your periods, huh?
1: Well, it made them go away. But I don't uh, know that it necessarily fixed anything because so, I was still just as uh, argument minimally. argumentatively moody, I guess okay. you could say.
0: So anyway, you came in and uh, which one of our uh, physicians or assistants, uh, physician assistants did you say?
1: Yes, uh, Dr. Ellsworth.
0: Yeah, Dr. Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. And so he explained to you that your problems were consistent with hypothyroidism and an imbalance in your female hormones, right? That's right. So I know he started you on some thyroid preparation, and he also started you on natural progesterone, Mm -hmm. which is important to balance out the estrogen. So if somebody, if any woman, if any of you out there is having irregular menstrual cycles, heavier periods, cramping, that's because you have estrogen dominance and you are getting to an age where you're having progesterone deficiency. It's two sides of the same coin. You have estrogen on one side of the cloid, progesterone on the other. And as your progesterone levels decline, estrogen begins to dominate. And that's the prolific hormone that builds up the tissue in the inner lining of the womb and leads to these heavier, heavier periods and clotting and breakthrough bleeding. For which, and then to, and then to uterine fibroids. For which, your OBGEN has a solution a hysterectomy. So I always find it interesting they, that, the, that the OBGYN says, well, just learn to live with it. Every one of you ladies that has babies, more babies you have, the worse your periods get. And I don't know if they've told you if you're OBGYN, but they'll say, you know, maybe at some point you may need to have a hysterectomy. You know, that's the way we can correct it. Well, right. th- all you have to do is balance the hormones so you don't have to have a hysterectomy. That's just ridiculous. But remember, OBGYNs do two things. They deliver babies. Mm -hmm. primarily they do two primarily procedures deliver babies and they do hysterectomies they make their living the first half of their career delivering babies the second half doing hysterectomies I know that because that's what they told me Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact I had an OB gen tell me that he used to prospect in his office from patient to patient prospecting for hysterectomies if you can believe it like a crop I'm not making that you can't make this stuff up which is ridiculous, and I don't know why every OB-GYN in the country doesn't read my book. I'm not an OB-GYN, but I know how to deal with female hormone problems and keep them from getting hysterectomies and balance out their hormones. So anyway, and also when you have estrogen dominance like you had Mm -hmm. and you're having these irregular periods, then that adversely affects your thyroid. And so invariably women, as they march through their menstrual life, invariably are going to have hypothyroidism to one degree or another. It may not show up in the blood, and most of the time it doesn't. 95% of the time, blood work's normal because they de- that's how they define the blood work. Mm-hmm. But if they have the signs and symptoms of hypothyroidism, I do believe instead of giving a woman a trial of antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication, sleep medication, why don't we just give her some natural thyroid hormone and put her on natural progesterone, see how she does. And guess what? That's a clinical trial, and they are... You know, invariably, just give her a clinical trial and see how she does. And invariably, they do wonderful like you did. So you started on your progesterone. You started on your thyroid pretty much immediately. How long did it take you till you started seeing any kind of improvement?
1: I would say it was about the third week. I know that sounds fast, but it's true. Okay. Around the third week, I was in a situation where the car was full of the kids. We were running late everyone was complaining you know the kid stuff right and i turned to my husband and i said oh my gosh right now i would be having a meltdown and he turned and looked at our oldest teenager and they said we don't want to say anything but you're a lot nicer in the last three weeks
0: isn't that interesting our family noticed well the hormone balancing out your hormone, replenishing and balancing out the natural bioidentical hormones that your body made replenishing it with the same exact hormones your body used to make in adequate amounts provides such a wonderful resolution of hormone depletion problems and imbalance. It's just wonderful. And we've we've only treated, I don't know, 33,000 people Mm -hmm. here, about 25,000 women, and we've seen this over by, by the tens of thousands, and they all have the same, most of them, if they'll get on the program, will have the same wonderful improvement that you've had. So that's great. Now tell us about, your asthma. You've been treated for asthma before with allergy injections in the past.
1: Absolutely, in middle school, and again as an adult.
0: And how did what? Tell us about what did they do? What were you required to do to be treated?
1: I was not able to remain compliant. So what um, did they want you to do? Absolutely, they went the first round. They wanted me to go in twice a week, and get out of school. My mom had to take me out of school right. to go get shots, and then wait the thirty minutes to see if I'd had a reaction, right. and then go home, and then do it again. Um, and then as an adult, after I had the reaction to the um, fish, they said, oh, you need to have three injections twice a week. Oh and I God. have, you know, two kids right. and it's a job. An energy, and right. I was like, that's not going to work.
0: So here at our center now, we've adopted a uh, years back, we eliminated injections for our patients. I have maybe I have less than five patients that take injections. I know one for sure. I don't know if Mm -hmm. we even have more than that. Maybe one that still takes it uh, after all these years. In 1996, after beginning one of our guests on oral uh, allergy treatment, sublingual drops, he had such a great result that I uh, transitioned everybody, our 1,500 allergy patients, to sublingual drops. And we had wonderful results with that. And now over the last year or two we have adopted what we call um, low dose allergy or low dose immunotherapy treatment Mm -hmm. which involves sublingual drops of allergens under the tongue we have numerous airborne and food allergens and even chemical allergens remember chemicals can also cause allergy reactions so we have those and those are um, provided under the tongue and just squirt it under the tongue and that's done once initially and then depending upon how a person responds responds, we may increase the dose Mm -hmm. or may back it off but increase the dose until they get on the right dose and then every seven weeks they can take this dose at home so you started on your you started initially on allergy uh our LDA which now we call LDI low dose immunotherapy because we literally are immunizing you against allergens right. how's that sublingually so tell us how how's that gone and how many times have you had your LDI treatment
1: yes so i had my first LDI treatment in december and at first that was just
0: y- that was just past,
1: past december and at first i was i You have to stop taking your allergy and all your intervention medications. And so you were
0: were taking oral uh, bronchodilators, you were taking inhalers, you were taking antihistamines, and a host of other uh, uh, anti asthmatic and anti allergic medications.
1: That's right, a lot. I was taking a lot. And you're supposed to stop the day before, take your dose, and then wait a week. And I was only able to make it the two and a half days without getting back on my intervention. And it wasn't because the LDI made my allergies worse. It was because this was me. This is my life right. without all of these interventions. And so I was able to report back, like, you know, I didn't have an improvement on this particular one. Okay. And that was okay. Um, and then the second one, I made it a whole week without any intervention. And that was exciting to me.
0: Without any medication? hmm
1: Without okay. any of it. Um, that w- that's a big deal.
0: Right. And now you've, uh, you've taken your third
1: so taking my third and I made it a little over a week now without that after the dose right. of not taking um my interventions right. so right and
0: you were taking your medication on a daily basis for how many years
1: oh since 1986
0: so that's a long time <laughs> 30 that's 35 years you've been on that on this medication on a daily basis and now we've got it where and you don't even take all the medication once a week do you no You're down to how many medications once a week?
1: I take, I still take my Singular every day as we're building up my immune system and my, uh, building up the LDI in my system. And then, and then I've stopped taking my Advair um, steroid inhaler. Good.
0: So, and how do your lungs feel?
1: They feel great, and I have to say, my third LDI was when all the trees were blooming. Right, that was Uh, back in March. In March 15th is when I took it, and I was a little worried, like, how am I going to make it through? And I didn't use my inhaler, and I was very impressed, and I didn't have to go back and get that Zyrtec. So that was pretty exciting to me. That's
0: great. And how about your other symptoms, energy level now? What's your energy level? Scale of 0 to 10, where are you now?
1: I would say uh, consistently at a 9. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. How about your, and you've lost some weight?
1: That's right. I've lost about 10 pounds. I would like to lose more, but that's a compliance issue on my side. There I you have go. To say. I can do better.
0: And how about your mental focus and sharpness?
1: I it's amazing. Like it's almost like a miracle. Like I don't know how I do what I do for the amount of hours that I work cuz I, I don't know if you know this, but I, woke up, I wake up most mornings at 3:30. <laughs> and so I just I am able to maintain the ability to be efficient, accurate, um, full of joy and just focused
0: that's great and moods
1: amazing turnaround i have to say i will have moments here and there but nowhere near where i used to be like i to be honest with you there was times where i was i was convinced my husband i would get a divorce i'm like how could he love me i'm so moody all the time like how does he do it you know and how much longer is it sustainable at this rate you know so it's really it saves relationships as
0: well and your bow, and your bowel function
1: um, I would say I go probably like four or five times a week now, so which was better than the once yeah, a week situation. Right. So it's
0: improved. hmm And that has to do with taking thyroid medication, plus the vitamins and minerals we put you on. Not only do we encourage you to get on a yeast-free eating program. That's right. Which you went on that program solidly for at least a month. That's right. And, uh, and we encourage you to continue as much as possible to eat keto and to eliminate the simple carbs and sugars, particularly with your history of yeast because you don't want yeast grows on sugar. And all these simple carbs, bread, pizza, pasta, cookie cakes, all the wheat products, potato products, corn products and rice products all are sugar. They convert to sugar. All they are sugar molecules hooked together. That's what simple carbs are. So you want to feed the yeast, you just got to feed them with all this junk food. <laughs> That'll feed the yeast, but you don't want to do that because yeast can make you sick. That's right. Yeast produces toxins that depress the immune system, make you more reactive to allergy. You get more infections, more antibiotics. You got a vicious cycle that you're on, cycle of illness. We want to break that cycle. Second thing, we put you on some natural hormones, thyroid, progesterone, got you off the birth control. That's right. or how are they doing now?
1: They are consistent four days a week one's medium two are light and one is barely there
0: so that's a dramatic improvement dramatic
1: isn't it? it was like over seven days of heavy heavy
0: well uh, we we saved you mm-hmm. from ultimately what would have happened if other women been in your shape over and you hadn't this hadn't we hadn't intervened with natural approaches you'd be they on would, track to get a hysterectomy ma'am I guarantee you would have that's right and then uh we got you on vitamins and minerals mm-hmm and got your own your allergy treatment, LDI, and hopefully you're doing some form of exercise, even if it's just walking a mile or so every day or jumping rope, chasing the kids around the house. You know, it could be any of those. Yes. Well, listen, I'm going to congratulate you because you took charge of your health. Thank and you, you. followed the regimen you decided to do the program. We can't do it for you. All we are as the coaches, we can make recommendations. Mm-hmm. You're in the Health Olympics. Each person, whether you like it or not, folks, you're in the Health Olympics. You're either <laughs> going to win a you're going to win a medal, or you're going to show or place, or you're going to finish dead last because you're not working at it. Right. And I know this: if you want to enjoy a better quality of life, the, what you have to do is take charge of your health. If you don't take charge of your health, Who in the world is going to take charge of your health? The government? Your insurance company? Your doctor? You think he really or she cares that much? What about your spouse? Nobody cares about your health. If you don't care about your health, nobody's going to care more about your health than you. If you don't care, there's no way you can get healthy and well. So my recommendation is follow what Natalie's done and take charge of your health. And you've already had, just in a short matter of how many months? It, it's just been a year. Been a year. You've yeah. already had really significant improvement. And if you'll stay on the program, as I anticipate you will, you'll continue to improve and eventually get off all these medications.
1: I'm excited about it. And I have to say, like, if you're thinking about coming to the Hoetze Health and Wellness Center, I highly recommend it. Um, take their advice and just be compliant. And I like to think of it as I remind myself when I get off my eating program, like, why did I do that? I feel worse. And just... Eat to be healthy. Don't necessarily eat to lose weight. It'll all come together. And I have to say, I met some friends this weekend. I hadn't seen them in about a year and a half. Yeah. And two of the women said, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you look different. Like, what's going on? And I was like, the whole CL2 wellness <laughs> program. That's the only thing I had changed since the last time I had seen them.
0: Well, it's interesting. When people are healthy and they're enthusiastic Mm. Guess what? They glow, and you do, and that makes a big difference. Thank you. So thank you again for joining us today, Natalie, and thank each one of you for joining us. Now, if you want to get on a path of health and wellness, which I want to encourage you to do, can you imagine how well you're going to feel after you've come to the Hoetze Health and Wellness Center and you've been interviewed and evaluated here and we've laid out a recommendation program for you to get healthy and well? Can you imagine when you adopt that how well you're going to feel and how it's going to change your life the way you relate to not only your children and your spouse, but what you think about yourself. That's really important. So anyway, give us a call. We've got the phone number there on the screen, 281-698-8698. We'll be glad to help you in whatever way we can. It's Dr. Hoetze saying, have a great day. A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy,
1: formerly Hoetze Pharmacy proud sponsor of Dr. Hoetze's Wellness Revolution
0: podcast.